Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Well, I've, I'm working on something big, Jordan. I love big. I love big things. <laughs> Tell me more. I can't wait to hear about this big thing. You were so happy when Carrie married big. I believe oh. <laughs> is what happened in Sex and the City. Yes. Is that right? That's right, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Mr. I, big? Uh, yes, I know that reference works because I definitely saw various episodes hey. that my roommate for a while watched in our well, shared living room. I'll tell you this, Jordan. A lot of people think that Mr. Big was the guy from Northern Exposure. And they might be right. That's another show I definitely know about and could do polls from if we wanted to do a bit about it. Yes, both of these. Uh, okay, this is I what I'm... I Ted Lasso either. If you want to do Ted Lasso bits, I can't help you. Uh, I, I got nothing on, on Ted Lasso. Pretty good. Well, hey, how about this? Let's put the TV bits to bed because yeah. they're not going anywhere. I'm bringing back self-addressed stamped envelopes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Gone too long. Gone too long. <laughs> a treasure we never should have left behind. And here's here's the reason why, Jordan. Mm-hmm. There was there was a great idea for a Jordan Jesse Go bumper sticker. It was a bumper sticker that says, Keep honking. I'm listening to Max Fun's long running nonsense podcast, Jordan Jesse Go. Holding it up on the Zoom. It looks great. It says all the things Jesse said that it said. As we went through the process of ordering these bumper stickers, Max Fun switched to a new merchandise store mm-hmm. that did not involve mailing out bumper stickers. <laughs> and so at the office right now, there are a couple hundred of these cool ass bumper stickers that say, Keep honking. I'm listening to Max Fun's long running nonsense podcast, Jordan Jesse Go. It's big, it's yellow. People and... might have seen the Alice Coltrane bumper sticker, which this parodies. Nice. Is that the original? Because it's kind of like a, a meme. I think I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching the classic Brendan Fraser movie, The Mummy. Yeah. Um, a lot I, of I different think albums. The Alice Coltrane album, Universal Consciousness, would be okay. the original. Um, I might be mistaken. I'm prepared to stand corrected, but I believe that the Alice Coltrane one is the original. And um, I I now have these at the office, mm-hmm. these cool-ass bumper stickers, and I'm racking my fucking brain, Jordan. I'm racking my fucking brain about what I'm going to do with these bumper stickers right. because I'm not going to start, I'm not going to take them to a craft fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? What could, what could, what could crafty types do with those? Nothing. For one thing, they're, machine made so i wouldn't be welcome there right yes but for another the reality is we could go through an entire craft fair and we'd only only meet 20 or 30 jordan jesse go fans <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean there's just not enough I, that means i'd have to go to about 10 craft fairs and that's assuming that all the fans had uh, you know, liked bumper stickers. Not everybody likes bumper stickers. Some people like to put them on Some their people don't have computer. bumpers. But yeah, I guess you could put them on your, you know, suitcase or something. Yeah, put it on your suitcase with your with your hotel decals from the French Alps. Mm-hmm. Your Trans Am, de- not Trans Am. 
What's the airline I'm trying to say? Pan Am? Pan Am, your Pan Am mm-hmm. decals. And hell, put one on your Trans Am. Put a Pan Am on your Trans Am <laughs> as well while you're right. at it. So here's my plan with these bumper okay. stickers. Because these are, I would imagine that there's, you know, these they're also dangerous. This huge pile of bumper stickers just... You know, I mean, it's a liability concern. Teetering in the office, you could get crushed by them. They could catch fire. They're very flammable, right? Look, I'm not an attorney. My wife, Teresa, is, although she doesn't practice law. But if she did practice law, I'm sure she'd tell me that stack of several hundred bumper stickers in your office could be a liability concern. Right. And Jordan, I got a lot to lose. Yeah. So here's my plan. Please send a $5 bill and a self-addressed stamped envelope to Jordan Jesse Go sticker offer 2404 Wilshire Boulevard, Unit 9A, Los Angeles, California, 90057. Now, that address will be in the show notes. But once again, that's Jordan Jesse Go sticker offer, 2404 Wilshire Boulevard, number 9A, Los Angeles, California, 90057. Remember to send a self-addressed stamped envelope and $5 cash to that address, and you'll receive, hand-packed by me, a bumper sticker that says, Keep honking! I'm listening to Max Fun's long-running nonsense podcast, Jordan Jesse Go. Now, Jordan? Uh, Jesse? Yeah. Did we just get rich, dude? No, because we're giving the money to charity. I probably should have talked that through with you beforehand, but we're giving the money to charity. Uh, did we just make a charity rich, dude? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, did we just clean oil off thousands of seals? You know, ducks. Not yeah. not directly. Not directly. We're, we gave money to the organization. We gave money not, to Dawn Dish Detergent. Right, yeah. To buy dish detergent. Now we have so much dish detergent. Yes. But that, you know, Jesse, that's amazing. And and it's not it's a listen. I don't have a problem with you not clearing that with me first. Okay. Because I love charity. Yeah. I love it. Here's my thought. Mm-hmm. I want to put the money into a jug. Oh, I need it. You don't have any charity? No, I don't. I got to get some charity. I'm thinking that we put the money into a jug. Okay, like a sparklets jug? Oh, God. What jug were you thinking? That's like the kind of water jug that a waterman brings to your office water cooler. That's the one. I was just thinking maybe like a- Hunky waterman if you're lucky. Like a pickle jug, but like the big sure, kind. yeah, that's great too. The big good, kind. A lot of great jugs out there. Big enough so you can, <laughs> you'd have to convince me about the great jugs out there. There's a lot of great jugs. A lot of great jugs. <laughs> but I'm talking about one where you could get your hand in there, because I don't want to have to bust the jug up at the over at the bank. Right. Yeah, the but, sparkless jug would probably be tough. What could we we could take pictures? Pickle jug of, sounds great. Pickle jug. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm ready to just say pickle jug right now. We can just end the in the jug discussion. My idea is that we take pictures of the jug. Mm-hmm. Matt Lieb posts them on social media. Mm-hmm. Jug pics. Sure. Periodically, let's see if we can fill you the gonna, jug. Are you going to post those on Maine? Hashtag fill the jug. Hashtag jugs on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag jugs on Maine. <laughs> 
How about this? You you post every person that posts a, a picture of their bumper sticker on social media. Hashtag JJ go. I'll put a dollar in the jug personally. Love it. Love it. I personally will put a dollar in the jug. The charity in question. Jesse, I'll match it. I'll match it. Wow. I'm matching. Okay. Matching okay. donations. $2. All you got to do is $5 in SASE. Then you get the sticker. Then you post it on Maine. Hashtag JJ Go. Then Hashtag Jordan and I on Maine. $2. <laughs> it won't be a picture of a jug. jug, so it will be confusing. Yeah. Anything you post <laughs> online about this show would be confusing. Yeah. Even to someone who listens to the show. And if you put here, I'm going to add to this. Wow. If you put more than $5 in the envelope, I'm going to put the full amount into the jug. Okay. I'm not keeping any of it. Not dollar one. I and will this, be I will be steaming off a few of the stamps for the, my own personal <laughs> use. Well, that's for your collection because you're a philatelist. I love it. You're nuts about philately. You feel you're as passionate about philately as I am about jugs. <laughs> and you know me. I love jugs. <laughs> You never shut up about him. So what I'm saying is, uh, the charity in question, and we'll post this in the show notes okay. as well, Al Otro Lado, they do direct legal services and other direct services for migrants on both sides of the U.S.-Mexico border. So they work in Tijuana, in Juarez, um, in San Diego. A great cause. Uh, yeah. Help, helping uh, people who are stuck at the border uh, or need help at the border. Um go in either direction. They do incredible work. They're, you know, my wife used to work in immigration law. They were very, very highly recommended by her colleagues. And um, so I, I think we could, I mean, I'm excited to watch this jug fill up for these people that need help, you know? And at the end of the day, because we got the one with the big mouth instead of the sparklets jug, like like you were thinking. Okay, you don't listen. We can all donate. Right, all right, it was a bad suggestion. No, what right. I'm saying the first is- jug that I thought of. I'm not because Mr. Of, jug. You don't have to keep raking me over the coals for this sparklets thing. I just don't put said any, a jug. Ju- I didn't- Don't put any goddamn, don't put the sparklets thing in the coals. This thing's not temp- tempered. Actually, what do you think this is, Pyrex? These are metaphorical coals, I'm sorry. Okay. Feel like you won't let me breathe. You're suffocating me with all this criticism. <laughs> I know. I just said it. I'm sorry. I'm not perfect. I'm not Dolly Parton. I'm not Lizzo. I'm not perfect, Jesse. Host a podcast with Lizzo if you want someone perfect. That's not me. Warts and all. That's what you got. I'm Matt, human. Hold on, Jordan. Hold on, Jordan. Matt, what? could you take a note for me? Sure. Could you remind me to host a podcast with Lizzo? That would be great. When's that coming out? <laughs> Fantastic. Can I wait? Hold on, I'm ready. Everybody loves her because she's so bossy, body positive yeah. and she's a good flautist. Okay, so I will Google Lizzo. Email address. It's <laughs> <laughs> just Lizzo at Gmail. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Don't don't bother. Don't bother, Matt. I'll just Google Lizzo's cell this. phone number. Google oh. Lizzo's cell phone number. Oh, and then okay. Google and then Google iMessage question mark because I don't have to deal with that thing oh, yeah. where you Android, text yeah. you text oh, somebody and then green. they they just thumbs up your message and then it just like there's like a whole message that yeah. says so yeah, and so thumbed up yeah. the message blah 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 blah. I don't want to have to read emojis. 
because they're I'm on Android sorry. or whatever. Lizzo, you're a national treasure, but get an iPhone, right? Jesus Christ, get off the fucking Windows phone, Lizzo. <laughs> I'll I'll say all that in the message. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Lizzo. It's Matt. <laughs> you know what's wild? You know what's wild to me about hmm. Lizzo? One of our greatest entertainers, one of our most successful entertainers, incredible flautist. Mm-hmm. Why does she buy her cell phones at the Circle K? Why does she buy all her cell phones down at the Circle K? You're there anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a one stop shop situation. Okay, fair enough. Should we introduce should we introduce our uh, guest on the program? I would love to. I would love to. Oh, she's a she's a uh, a dear favorite of ours and a brilliant stand up comic, Kimberly Clark. Hi, Kim. Hello, Jesse. Hello, Jordan. I'm so glad to be here with you guys today. You ever send anybody a self-addressed stamped envelope? You know what? When y'all was saying that, it it felt so Bob Barker. Didn't he used to say that? <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, I know for people he, to get tickets. I think. Oh yeah, yeah you definitely had to send in an SAS for tickets for sure. Yeah, it just... You had to send in your pet's sex organs. Neuter <laughs> that pet. <laughs> Shove the sex organ into an envelope. (laughs) Send it to Bob. You get the tickets. By the way, can I offer apologies to Bob Barker? I, a few weeks ago on this program, suggested that Bob Barker was dead. May he rest in peace. Oh, he's still with us. He's very much alive at 99 years old. um, And I wish him all the best in his passage over the Rainbow Bridge. Mm. You ain't the the first person that thought he was dead, though. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know that right it sounds like yeah. you've been talking to his well, wife now now jesse now you know how, what it feels like to be raked over the coals for a reasonable mistake like suggesting yeah. that a sparklet jug is a good jug for fives oh, God. <laughs> you now, can't get see your how you like it you can't get your fist into a sparklet jug but you can get your fist into bob barker just ask his yo. wife kim clark yo i don't want to know is bob barker a famous fisting advocate no i don't want to know that guy loves that shit wow he probably did though yeah. yeah listen there's other mr biggs by the way y'all y'all got into okay the let's mr. hear the bigs Big. who are the bigs well R. Kelly, uh, i mean uh ronald isley ronald was a mr isley, big right yes i was like oh you can't forget mr big like his pimp alter ego how many how many entertainers have the opportunity mm. and look ronald isley a tax evader some of his collaborators on those records, much worse than that. Mm. However, how many 70-year-old men get the opportunity to create a car- essentially a cartoon alter ego, but that is just them? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, with no cartoon. <laughs> yes. And then have multiple hit records right. as a 70-year-old. As a it's amazing. He's actually like in his 80s now, I think. He might be 80. Yeah, I think he, he probably is. He looks so good, too. That He has all that gray hair, and it, it just Prison looks muscles. so good on him. Prison I, muscles. I Googled Mr. Big because I, like you, I, I can think of you know a lot of mr bigs that have come and gone through pop culture looks like the number one uh, the num- the first one that comes up well first of all mr big film character comes up and then uh an 80s rock band who's uh kind of a one hit wonder uh who sang to be with you so how's that go? go 
uh, be with you. It's kind of like a power pop kind of song. You know, you know, you know. I'm doing it perfectly. Yeah, I honestly, I'm get, I'm mostly distracted at how perfect it is because I assume right. their version is less perfect. Yeah, I think that my, my yeah, theirs has a little grit on it, a little that you know, kind of out of the garage grime, and mine is pretty pristine. Um, you know, but um, so that's probably why you're having trouble recognizing it. Got it, Kim. Uh, how's your how's your summer going? Um, we're we're we've been sharing summer activities on the show, and yeah, I was I'm I'm curious how yours is going. Well, you know, I'm part of the WGA, so I've been striking. Sure. Yes. Great. So Love, there's wonderful. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing a lot of hiking, a lot of roller skating, striking and hiking, striking, hiking and skating. I do want to ask, it, it, it strikes me as unusual that you are this, the striking is a lot of walking and now you're like time for some leisure. Let's hike. Yes. And you know what? You know how they say, oh, you should work out, blah, blah, blah. They it makes that. you so yeah. hungry. It's like I'm <laughs> eating more yeah. than usual. And I'm like, it's so counter to what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to project a, a vibe that doesn't involve knocking down a, a Frosty on your way home from the hike. That part, yes. <sighs> Ooh, a post-hike Frosty. Ooh, yum, gimme. Yeah. But it's Jordan, like we I... got to get you some charity in a post hike frosty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dunk that. Dunk that shit on me like it was Gatorade and I was a marathon runner. Dunk me with frosty, daddy. Thank you. That's sticky. Yeah, it does sound sticky. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'll be sticky. I'll be sticky all day. My nine year old. My nine year old had a meltdown today uh, because there were chicken nuggets, and uh, she wanted uh, honey to go with them. Oh yeah. But didn't like the honey bowl because the honey bowl had been accidentally given to her younger sibling. Mm. So I I said, just go in the go in the kitchen and get the honey bear. You know? You know the honey bear. Oh yeah. And love that guy. She goes in there and gets it, brings He's it back. Then gets mad that it's sticky and bails on the entire meal. Mm. That's a, I think that's unrealistic to assume that the honey bear isn't going to be a little bit sticky. Kim, are we talking about inline skating or four wheel skating? Yes. Uh, quads, four wheels. Quads, nice, cool. That's what quads, I'm doing. Four. Although we I just... do do inline skating as well, but Ooh. I'm into the quad. You're a double threat. You're, you're a triple threat. <laughs> Riding, <laughs> quad skating, inline skating. <laughs> yes. When they say triple threat, that's what they're talking about, I think. Right. Skating. Yeah. It's like fun. I'm, I'm I'm teaching myself different uh, tricks. I mean, it was something I was doing during the I was skating before the pandemic, actually. I go to um, Moonlight Rollaway. Yeah. Oh, they're in Burbank, California. Uh, well, in Glendale, Glendale specifically. Glendale, yeah. It's kind of on the border. Mm-hmm. Um, Can, I have, you, this guy thought... The roller rink was in Burbank. Okay, you don't have to oh, rake oh me god. over the coals. Oh my god! You don't have to rake me over what? the coals. It's not like I said. Oh my god! It's oh. not like I said that you should use a sparklets jug that you can't even get your goddamn fist into. I'm oh my god. not 
perfect, okay? I wish I was. I wish I was per I want you deserve perfection and I can't give it to you. That's why I'm leaving you for Lizzo. Dang. It's a good plan. The show will be more popular. Lizzo is so Lizzo is so perfect that we literally have no choice but to stand. I'm standing right now. I don't, I'm not, I, I know. Well, it's not, you don't get to brag about it. We have no other option. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, skating. <laughs> yeah, roller skating. We were just talking about the the how passionate and inspirational and how one of the greatest summer boys of all time is somebody who's at the park doing roller disco. Yeah. Mm, who is that? Just anyone. Anyone yeah. who's at the park doing roller disco is a legend of summer boy vibes. And that hilarious. And that moonlight roller rink does I've been there only a couple of times and yes. like there's, you know, there's a lot of different kinds of people who show up. It's, you know, kids parties and then you have some people there who are, you know, doing like a kind of a fun, you know, we're fun adults goof off activity and then you will just have fucking people who were around in the 70s doing that sweet ass skate moves. their ass off yeah. yeah well you know i have this whole joke about moonlight rollaway because i used to go to world on wheels which was on venice right mm. oh wow if you guys this is remember that this is like switching hairdressers this is a big deal to switch roller <laughs> sure rings. thank you very much and it's a completely different vibe at world on wheels because everybody knows how to skate their ass off there and there's a lot of good skaters there and it's a predominantly black rink right so going to moonlight rollerway whenever somebody falls it's like a big deal like they turn the music off they clear everybody off the rink <laughs> you know what i mean and it's yeah. like it this takes like at least 15 minutes plus when right? someone and, falls well not when they if they get hurt if okay. they get like if they're like laying on the floor for a right. while like if they're writhing they have to do some writhing right. yes i imagine if blood sure. if blood gets spilled on the rink well, that's seen, you know a biohazard there you're was gonna no wanna... writhing right they're they just, just die, gone they die immediately <laughs> it's a quick death <laughs> <laughs> It's a good. And, we should all. We should all be so lucky. You know what? That's quickly. why Bob Barker's at the midnight roll away right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's his time to go, it's his time to go. He wants it clean and quick in a roller yeah. skating accident. I know it's going to be like a couple weeks before this show comes out. I am legitimately worried Bob Barker will die between now and then. <laughs> no, I hope not. No, hold on, Bob. Hold on, Bob. There's so many. There's so much. So many more fists in the world so- <laughs> that you have yet to experience. <laughs> God. No, but it's so different going to Moonlight Rollerway versus World on Wheels because then when somebody gets hurt at World on Wheels, I don't know, they'll like put a cone around you maybe, but they don't stop the music. <laughs> like the music. Some traffic flares. Yeah. Go around. Go around. Look, you're just the opportunity for people to show off by you. Somebody might do a somersault or something over. I like it doesn't matter. <laughs> Like, it's so crazy how different it is. It's startling. But, you know, both places are fun. Let me ask you this, Kim, because obviously the biggest roller skater in America is Bow Wow. Mm. Where do you think Bow Wow skates? I honestly feel like Usher is the the bigger skater than Bow Wow right now. But 
Um, there's a place in Atlanta. Is he from Atlanta? Seems right to me. That feels right, right? Yeah. I think they have a, a famous skating rink in Atlanta that I see a lot of like Southern entertainers go to. I forget the name of it. Bow Wow from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, snap. Oh. Okay. A lot of good Columbus, Ohio. I feel like he lived in Atlanta for a second. He has Atlanta. He was in that movie, um, a roller skating movie, right? Roll Bounce. Bow- yeah, Roll Bounce. Yeah. I was about to say Bounce Rock, but that's wrong. Roll mm-hmm. Bounce is right. Kim, do you have like a skating crew or is this a <laughs> Wait, solo hold activity? On. Hold on. I Googled, I Googled Bow Wow to see where he was from. And uh, the top headline that I saw was Bow Wow reacts to people trying to name any three of his songs. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. That's all I got. Uh, Kim, I was going to ask if you do you have a crew that you go with or is this a like solo activity? I go by myself. Sometimes I invite friends. And sometimes I, just, I skate. I'll skate outdoors like at a um, basketball court, too. Are you meeting like babes and hunks doing this, Kim? <laughs> I did meet this one guy at the basketball court. He, of course, was shooting hoops. And um, he was a lot younger than me. But, you know, whatever. He was, like, talking to me and stuff. He was cute. And then we started talking about Porto's and I started talking about how delicious the soup was at Porto's. And that's where, that's where the disconnect happened. That's where the disconnect happened. Okay. So everything's going great. Everybody's vibing. The... So Porto's. Porto's and he didn't even know they had Porto's Cuban bakery. (laughs) Right. Known for their sandwiches and pastries. Yeah. You need something with some jamon. That's your spot. I mean, have you had the potato leek soup there? It's delicious. I'm kind of afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to say that. I also didn't know that Porto's had soup. Wouldn't okay, be the first thing Jordan. I would get. Are Let you me, are you just gonna are get you gonna off the Zoom? Old in my face. No, Jordan, I. This is not. What? I wasn't a Jordan. I mean, is this is this the act of an old person? Yes, it is. <laughs> Kim, yes, <laughs> Kim, as someone who's as someone who's spent some time in her life single and ready to mingle, what would you say? Are your top five soups to bring up mm. in a possibly romantic context? Okay. As a romance teeters on the edge right. of possibility or impossibility, what do you say are your five top soups to bring up in conversation? Yes, a pureed butternut squash. Good right, soup. okay, Good sure, soup. very seasonal. Um, a New England clam chowder. Oh, a New England a clam chowder. Sorry, bad news, Manhattan. No Manhattan over here. Um, a potato, the potato leek. That's a great soup. Mm-hmm. How many are we at? Three. That's three. That's three more, so far. Two more soups. Two Classic more soups. Uh, chicken noodle, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and matzo ball. And matzo ball. Right. Yes. That's a very horny soup. Yeah. Extremely <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, I mean, I think maybe we could do, um, you know, I think probably a lot of people are listening to this and relating. There's probably a lot of horny soup freaks out there. Yeah. If you want to meet other horny soup freaks, just hashtag 
JJ, go on social media. Hashtag mm-hmm. horny for soup. Let us know what's the horniest you know what? soup. Listen. Give us a call. Give us a call. 206-984-4FUN. JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. I want to hear your strongest, most concise argument for what you think is the horniest soup. What soup yeah. should Kim be bringing up when she meets a cute guy who's younger than her, but that's all right. He just, He's just good a looking. number. This guy's cute. He this guy's got it going number. on. Okay. This guy's got a little something. You He's know, active. He's, He's on the court. He's active. That's important. He stopped her in her roller oh, tracks. Okay. Oh, what soups should Kim be bringing up? Send us a voice memo at jjgoatmaximumfun.org or give us a call 206-984-4FUN. Because uh, we we want to hear your yeah. soup thoughts. I'll just say don't neglect the matzo balls because that seems like something I sure. should say no, now. No, it seems like something you should I say. Just yeah. said it. It's done. Thank you for saying can, that, Jordan. I can say something else later. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we can discuss something else that yeah. you want. I mean, I would think if I were if I were looking to date gay men over the age of 70, <laughs> but I'd want I wanted ones that had fucking great attitudes and hot bods. Quad roller skating is absolutely the number one thing I would pursue. <laughs> like, think about how hot the bods are. Mm-hmm. I don't right. know if I don't know if there's a roller rink in in Palm Springs. But Ooh, that's just a think good about idea, Jesse. almost there's almost certainly Put a, a pin roller in rink. That. In, think Palm about Springs. how hot those bods are out there. Mm. You know what I mean? These guys, there's this guy at the, there's this guy at the flea market. I say hello to him once in a while, but I don't know his name. And this guy, oh, is almost never wearing a shirt. Sometimes he's wearing a leather jacket and no shirt. Mm-hmm. Today it was hot out at the Long Beach flea market. He was just no shirt. And he's got one of those kind of like Iggy Pop bodies. Yeah. He's got long Skeletal. straight hair. Yeah, he's got long strip, but skeletal, like a, but also muscular. Yeah, both. <laughs> <It's> both. <laughs> he's got he's he got can... long straight hair that comes down to you know like his chest, right? I would say, and he's got a lot of it. He's you know, I'd say he's probably sixty, something like that. Wears a lot of large scale, high quality southwestern jewelry, like mm-hmm. a big squash blossom blossom necklace, that kind of thing, or big turquoise bracelets. This guy looks so fucking handsome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, this guy's just walking around in public with no shirt on and looks great. What's he And selling? not just because he's he so ripped. At the flea market. I think he's he's buying at the flea market. He ain't selling. He buying. Yeah, I think this guy's out there buying southwestern jewelry and possibly motorcycle jackets. Not shirts though. It's like a motorcycle jacket, you know, like a classic black yeah. Yeah. double rider motorcycle jacket, but no shirt on. Guy looks like a million fucking dollars. Jesse, is this in Palm Springs? No, this is in, well, today it was in Long Beach, which is the Palm Springs of the West Coast. (laughs) (laughs) Known as the (laughs) Palm Springs of the West Coast. Finally, we have a Palm Springs here on the West Coast. (laughs) It is Long Beach. (laughs) That's a good Don't want to pass through Cabazon? Oh my Try God. Long Beach, the Palm <laughs> Springs of the West Coast. <laughs> Too scared of dinosaur statues? <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, my college friend lives in um, Palm Springs with his boyfriend, and they put up pictures on Instagram of their 4th of July party. Everybody had their shirt off. Yep. Um, I saw no body fat. 
Yeah. These 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 Palm Spring guys are ripped at the age of 70. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of exercising, and I'm going to say some further stuff Activity. in addition to the exercising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of cardio. A lot of cardio. These guys are doing cardio, and they're, you know, they're, they're, look, I don't know where Jose Canseco lives, but if you told me he lives in Palm Springs, I wouldn't be too yeah. surprised. And, Everybody look uh, good there. But these people look good. They make me look like a real asshole. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much right now. Sorry. So, Kim, what's your best uh, roller skate trick? Right now, I don't know what it's called. I think it's called dribbling. I know how to dribble. And I You're can really... Like- this between the soup thing and the dribbling, you're really starting to sound old. <laughs> yeah, I, I know a great trick. It's called <laughs> taping sixty minutes. <laughs> it doesn't sound as exciting as I can't it stay looks. up that late. I got to tape sixty minutes. So I can watch it the next day. It doesn't sound as exciting as it looks, but it's it's a fun move. I'm still teaching myself things, and I mean, I know how to skate backwards now, which is nice. Yeah. Is there like a is there like a holy grail move for you? Like I know I will be maybe accepted into the larger roller disco community <laughs> as soon as I know how to do blank. Well, people like to do uh, skating line dances, which I try to do them, but I'm not the greatest at them. But I'm trying to learn those, and I'm trying to learn the crazy legs. Those the the line dances sweep around the mm-hmm. roller drome like the line on a on a radar screen. <laughs> it's not like that. It's it's no. more like in the sense of like a line dance that you would see like at a country bar, okay. but on skates. Okay. Or like the hustle. People do the hustle. Exactly. It's like the hustle. Yeah, but on skates. They do, yeah. It's cute. That does sound really cute. How would you compare how cute it is to this younger guy at the basketball court? The soup guy. The guy this well, I'm the soup person. Yeah, he's that's that's the problem, Jesse. If he was the suit that was soup guy would all be at Kim's wedding right now. The soup was the disconnect. I'm assuming you'll invite us to your wedding, by the way, <laughs> guys whose podcast you're on a couple times a year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh the my soup God. guy wasn't so fucking obsessed with solid foods. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen how he looked at me, too, when I said it. I screamed. Oh, my <laughs> God. It was the best. Okay. It was the yeah. best. Enjoy your, enjoy your sandwich, basketball guy. <laughs> have fun with your... Chinese chicken salad. What's your guava and cheese pastry? Thank you. <laughs> which of these venues where Ooh, which good. of these many venues where you're roller skating have the most uh roller derby ladies? Oh, they're everywhere. I see those girls everywhere. Yeah. Are there a lot of times it's like it's like termites, like yeah, you probably have them. You probably have them. Mm-hmm. I before I actually got a hundred thousand dollars off my house because we got a really rough roller derby girl uh, testing. What right, do you call yeah. that? God damn it! No, I really lost track good. of that no, sentence. No, the joke's right good. I know. Where, I know where you were going. It was good. 
I don't know what that's called either, but I think the okay. the premise was solid. We tested for a roller to You got to <laughs> you got you got to tent the house. I knew <laughs> where you were going. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You could look at a tent the house and of course you got to rake the floors. Yeah. Here you can <laughs> You can lure them out by putting a tiki drink on the lawn, and then they all rush out to get it. <laughs> and you lock the door. <laughs> you oh just put on God. put on one goddamn Breeders album, right. and all of a sudden, <laughs> I <laughs> I hear the original lineup of the Misfits is playing down the street <laughs> with dancing, with dancing. <laughs> oh my God! See, Kim, the big Jesse. Have- see, look, we pulled we pulled it out. Do you have any favorite <laughs> roller jams? I mean, like, oh, yeah. there are, you know, Bounce Rock Roller Skate or, you know, Roller Skating Jam by De La Soul. But, like, yes. what are your favorite, A, directly roller skate related, and B, not directly roller skate related roller jams? I was going to say De La Soul's um, roller skating song. Yeah, That's a lot of fun to skate to. Yeah, I like skating the stuff that's mid-tempo because that's really good for, you know, older person such as myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like for it. The soup, too. For the soup crowd. For the soup, yeah. Soup crowd can't go soup too fast. Jams. I only skate the soup jams. What is, I guess, <laughs> this, and I, listen, I don't, I don't know a lot about this, is yeah. it, uh, 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 Le Freak comes to mind. Yeah, that seems like a w- anything Nile Rodgers seems like a winner for. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good tempo, mid tempo, not too fast. Um, Can you imagine? How about this? What if you put on one of those David Bowie songs that Nile Rodgers produced, and then just watch the fucking elderly disco enthusiasts? And the roller derby enthusiasts come together as one Ooh, and yeah. merge into one monumentally terrifying mass. That'd be fun. You know Nile <laughs> roller skates. He does. There's oh, there's footage on his Instagram. Please look at it. It's so it's it's fun to watch. That man's a that's an that's an older man with an with with an Iggy Pop body. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've Perfect seen, example. How I've do the bones get muscles? How do the bones get muscles on them? <laughs> yeah. How does it? How could anyone be that sinuous, right? At that advanced in age, sure. You know? The bones have veins. How did the bones get veins? The bones yeah. have veins. <laughs> oh my god! Good. Speaking Jordan. of speaking of Iggy Pop bodies, um, mm-hmm. dude from Wham, Andrew. Andrew from Wham, the living member of surviving member of Wham. Oh my god, he looks so good still. Really. I saw a picture of him. I was like, he still looked the same. He looked good. I mean, that's true of all English people. You know, really? they say, they say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> English China don't crack is what right. they say. Yes. I believe. <laughs> teacups, teacups don't crack. <laughs> yeah. Oh my teacups God. don't crack. I mean, think of. Think about how think about how fucking good Prince Charles looks right now. Now mm. that he's king, whatever the fuck. Oh, amazing. Be King Charles? I don't know. Ooh, king they Daddy. Make king Charles, he's King Daddy. That's if you ask me. Mm-mm. This guy looks great. 
You know, these are so guys full of, so full, of co- so full of color and life and blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man has so much blood. You can tell. <laughs> He's I wonder what for... he looks like with his shirt off. Yeah, I've been wondering the same thing. <laughs> I keep, I keep texting Lizzo about it. She won't tell me. <laughs> she won't tell me. You guys want to uh, take a little break? Swap me out for Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And come back for the first segment of what will be the most popular podcast on earth. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, if we have listeners in London, England, I want to make it absolutely clear that it is their personal and moral responsibility to come see us at London Podfest. The London Podcast Festival, September 14th at King's Place in London. is beautiful. Beautiful joint. Great venue. Great festival. We cannot wait to come back. Uh, yeah, we've had a blast there doing shows in the past, and... Uh... I'm stoked. Are you stoked? I'm so stoked. I'm. We're, I'm going to be. We're. There's Judge. We're going to Judge John Hodgman there. Judge John Hodgman also doing Dublin, Belfast, uh, Edinburgh, and Copenhagen. So if you're in one of those places, you're up. Lucky continent. I know. He's a lucky little. Who's a lucky little baby? <laughs> Maximumfun.org/slash/events. Uh, get those tickets. We'll see you on September 14th. You know, every episode of Jordan Jesse Go is supported by the members of Maximum Fun. Our thanks to the members of Maximum Fun. We're also supported this week by the folks at Stitch Fix. Love these guys. Love this site. Now, Jordan, yes. it's summertime and I want to have a summer boy style. Okay, so you could, you know, waste time going to the mall, trying stuff on, so I hate browsing going to the all I hate these going, I hate different going to the websites, mall. make a new login. You could do that. You could do that. But what would be more fun, a better use of your time, and more likely to yield good results, you go to stitchfix.com slash jjgo. Here's what happens. You get a personal stylist who works to create a wardrobe tailored just for you. Uh, it's easy. The clothes will fit you. Uh, you won't have to worry about, uh, you know, wacko fits. You know they're going to they're gonna feel good on you. You got so many options. You tell this personal stylist what, what you're looking for. Jesse, you mentioned summertime. You could yeah. say... It's hot. I need I need shorts. I need you know short sleeves, uh, and they'll help you out. They'll pick out great stuff. Some of my uh, favorite clothes are things I got from Stitch Fix. I always love to get that box. Try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com/jjgo. You'll get twenty five percent off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com/jjgo for twenty five percent off today. Stitchfix.com/slash JJ Go. We're also supported this week by ZipRecruiter. So we just had a big party to celebrate the transition of Max Fun from the ownership of yours truly to a worker-owned cooperative. Heck yeah! And I was thinking, well, great. Now I'm I, I'm not the owner anymore. I mean, I'm a member of the co-op, but I'm not the owner anymore. I don't I don't need to worry about hiring anymore. I I, I don't need to worry about the crude anymore. But then. I realized something. 
Hmm. Every time we hire someone at Maximum Fund now, we're effectively offering them the opportunity to join our cooperative, which means the stakes are higher than ever, which means that it's even more essential that we find highly qualified applicants. And that's where ZipRecruiter comes in. Okay. What 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 goes on? If people go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo, what are they getting? Okay. Well, look, hiring is hard. It's especially hard right now. Tight labor market. Okay. But if you need specific qualifications, ZipRecruiter doesn't just post it on a job board or whatever. They reach out to applicants who have those qualifications and ask them to apply to your job. So when you put out the qualifications you need, you start getting qualified applicants right away. You can team up with the hiring partner who understands what you need. That's ZipRecruiter. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. And remember, that is a very exclusive address. Just don't tell anybody yeah, except don't. all your friends. Yeah. Who and need Except anybody who, need, who wants to. Who needs need, to hire yeah, people yeah, who yeah, need so, these yeah. hiring solutions. Tell them. ZipRecruiter.com But everyone else, keep it mum. Mum's the word. Mum. Mum's. Mum, mum, everyone. Mum's the word that we call our grandmothers. Coming mum, mum. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. John Morris, boy detective. And this is Kimberly Clark, lobster bisque. I don't know what a bisque is. I think it's maybe when you put some flour into a soup, but it's not a stew. Mm-hmm. It's cream. Does that seem I right? Think maybe cream makes a bisque. I cream think it's makes flour. A I think they put flour too. Might be right. Flour, cream. You know, let's give biscuits flowers while it's still. <laughs> right. Yes. No, <laughs> we have no choice but to stand. The fuck of the Lizzo of soups. The Lizzo of soups. Should have got Lizzo in here. Can you imagine how good Jordan no, Jesse Go would be, would be if you were replaced by Lizzo and I was replaced by, I guess, probably Barack Obama? Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Just shooting the shit for be. 80 minutes a week. <laughs> they have a guest on, but it's not an interview. They just no. like see where the conversation goes. It's random. That's pretty wild, pretty random. There's no... Yeah. They don't ever talk about anything anyone wants to hear about. They just end up listing the horniest. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Barack I'm excited Obama to see what has. people what people come back with. Yeah, and I mean, I want people to back it up here. Okay. Oh yeah, please support with evidence. Yeah, I don't. I don't just want you to just call in and be like, uh, "Chicken and stars, bye." <laughs> and you also can't just yeah, be that's like not good phone etiquette. When <laughs> whenever I whenever I eat chicken and stars, I get a giant fucking heart on. Right. Like, just your well, personal experience I mean, is that's, not... That's evidence, right? Is it? I, I mean, I, I think mean, it's anecdotal, I that's guess. That's anecdote, but, yeah. Right. Anecdote. Anecdote. <laughs> you bailed on the word anecdotal. <laughs> You're like, oh, this word's too long. <laughs> I got shit to get to. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Kip, if you're around, would you come back and listen to the horny soup calls with us? Because you know, I I would love to know what people okay. have to say. Right, it'll help Kim, me too. Leaving aside soups, what other topics are are you bringing up with potential boyfriends? I ask a lot of questions. I try not to be too like inter, you know, yeah. inter- interrogative. Inter- interrogative. <laughs> yeah, I build on that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite reasonably. Yeah. Yeah, I ask I like to ask a lot of questions. I just let I just let them ramble on and I just collect information. I guess <laughs> uh you know, if you want to you know, keep your line of questioning Burbank restaurant specific. Mm. What what potato preparation do you get uh, with your breakfast at Bob's Big Boy? That that could be wow, you know, fun. That, that could really excellent. separate the wheat from the chaff. Because I think they have hash browns and also home, home fries. fries. Thank you. And I've you know people some people get fucking French fries with their diner breakfast. I've seen it. <sighs> That's a little sacrilegious, but yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it myself uh-uh, but, uh-uh. but maybe that's how you weed out the you know fucking rascals you yeah know? he's a maniac like, if he's doing that yeah can i be honest with you guys yes mm-hmm. a lot of these breakfast potatoes mm-hmm. not crispy enough for me mm. you know a good, good diner a good diner if you say i want my potatoes extra crispy they'll do it bob's big boy will do it they, they'll do a good job too yeah canters if you ever had breakfast at canters you tell them extra crispy they'll, they'll do it to the fries too Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Norms. Oh, next time you're at Norms, say I want the I want the potatoes extra crispy. They'll do it, and can the I breakfast t- will be so much better because of it. I can agree. I th- the, when you get a breakfast potato back and it's like damp and white, that sucks. That fucking sucks. You want it? You want it crispy? You want it salty? You, you want to see the brown. brown on top You want to the... see the brown. Mm-hmm. Show me that brown. That's what I say when I go into a diner. <laughs> they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Today I uh, had curry, beef mm. Penang curry mm. on crinkle cut French fries. Mm. Okay. Was this a dish at a restaurant or was this a riff was this a fucking no i was this lunch jazz you know me i'm a rule follower i I could never bring myself to wild out and yeah that's chaotic curry on top of french fries if you're doing that at home with like leftovers some joker shit right there baby you know the last men just want to watch the world burn you know that i can't deal with that joker shit I walk downstairs totally normal. <laughs> you don't do a little dance to a little waltz rock and roll the <laughs> all the two. way regular. Yeah. That's the only way I know how to go up and downstairs. But these this putting a curry on french fries turned out to be revelatory. Sounds mm. good as hell. And I think no. that is a, like something you can get it. Maybe this sounds like a Thai curry you were having. It doesn't yeah, this I think a Thai it's, curry. I think it's something they do in England with like, you know, those brown ass English curries. You can get those on fries, yeah. I think. Yeah, those are that's a I, I like the Thai curry better. It's a preferred curry for me. Yeah. But either curry is gonna be a winner. Sure. I mean, this is the biggest thing since I found out that you could make nachos on top of French fries. Oh yeah, sure. Which Wait. come on, home run. Sure. That Put the nacho popping. shit on the fries. Well, what about yeah. pizza on top of fries? I mean, you could put pizza on top yeah. of fries. I don't I've, see why I've not. Had it, I mean, I've had it and I like it. Mm-hmm. 
This is something that you purchased at a store, or was this a, just a crazy one of your crazy Joker riffs? <laughs> oh, me pizza fries. Yeah. yeah, I think this was like a, you know, fun shared app somewhere. No, I wouldn't. No, Jesse, you ever see me walk walk downstairs? Yeah, I mean kicks. you're sort of like, sort of like don't 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 yeah don't don't no Joker shit here. Maybe once in a while. If I'm feeling sassy, I'll give you a little Riddler shit. Right. Maybe some Mr. Freeze shit if I'm trying to right. uh, nice. find a cure for my <laughs> wife who's frozen. Right. I mean, you say you don't ever pull any Joker shit. Mm-hmm. And like you do, I mean, Kim, you've probably seen Jordan go up and down stairs. Mm-hmm. Once or twice. It, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of a regular dum-da-dum-dum-da-dum-dum-da-da-da-dum-dum. But I have seen you murder with poison gas from a flower on your lapel, Jordan. All right. Okay. I do some Joker (laughs) shit. Some classic Joker shit. None of this new Joker. Some classic Cesar Romero Joker shit. Yeah. You got me. You got me. Guilty. Throw me into Arkham the Batman. (laughs) No, I'm not Batman, but. I'll do what has to be done. <laughs> I was worried you're going to do more murdering with your lapel flower. I don't know. Maybe. Purple gas. Better put me in Arkham. Hey, you know what I have to say about your purple gas? You never should have eaten those purple beans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesse. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 oh, that's rude. <laughs> Maybe I would be a good comedy partner here, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> do you think do you think Lizzo would have fucking no handed me like no, that, you're Jordan? Right. I'm sorry. It was funny. The purple beans were funny. I liked it. Everyone liked it. it Lizzo loves that shit. We've I been doing, we've out. done a couple practice shows already. And she, oh, wow. oh, shoot. she loved it when I did the beans. This is how I find out. <laughs> the different bean colors. Right. I got bean gags for every color of the rainbow, Jordan. She's got a she's got a musical flute and you've got the musical fruit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey Jordan, shut the fuck up. Jordan. No, Jordan, I just fired Lizzo. I just fired Lizzo. I called her and told her about the musical fruit thing. And she said, well, you'd better fire me and hire Jordan because he's better than me. I'm not better than Lizzo. She said that she said she had no choice. She said she had no choice but to stand. Yeah, that's true. That's what she told me. I am great. Who do you think Lizzo stands? Probably great flautists. Sure. <laughs> Whoever that is. The guy from Jeffro Tall. I could Bobby oh, yeah. Humphrey. <laughs> sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Bobby That's the two. I've got two flautists. That's I can come up. I'm trying to come up with a third flautist over here. Jesus Christ. I know. I can think of a good piper. I mean, good. He's good at piping. Maybe he wasn't that chill of a guy. I mean, he stole his fucking children out of Bremen Town. Jesse, no one's asking you to come up with more flautists. No one asked you. This is something you put on yourself. <laughs> Jordan, I put so much fucking pressure on myself. Don't. You're fine. <laughs> when you're am I going to be happy about who I am? Just do it now. You know? No time like the present, buddy. God. You're doing great. The other day, my therapist said to me, mm-hmm. and this is true. My therapist said to me, 
that it's okay to just know two flautists. <laughs> Your therapist is right. They're very wise. It's totally true. She said you should know at least three or four flautas, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have two like, flautas, you're beef, still going to be hungry. Chicken. <laughs> or you're going to need to like, have those in an entree. Yeah, then maybe an entree afterwards. What's the difference between a flauta and a taquito? I feel like they're the same. The g- g- size. I guess I think of a flauta as a little bit bigger and having kind of a flakier, kind of a more of a pastry type crust. And the taquito is maybe more of a tortilla. Okay. What about Flautas. a chimichanga? Oh boy. Now, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. They all, they kind of all in the same gang. It's, it's just the same the size zone. thing. First of all, if you type in flauta V, immediately it comes up flauta versus taquito. Mm. Mm. Whoever flauta, wins, we lose. <laughs> a flauta is made from a large flour tortilla. As you said, that's going to be flakier when fried, Jordan. Right. A, a large flour tortilla like you would use for a quesadilla or a burrito, mm-hmm. whereas a taquito is made from a small corn tortilla like mm. you might use for a taco. Gotcha. Unless you're in fucking Texas, in which case all bets are off because you're using flour tortillas for every goddamn thing. Like there's no rules in this world, oh, boy. sick fucking joker <laughs> fuck. Bunch of jokers out there. That's why Joe Rogan moved out there. He's, <laughs> He's sick so and tired, tired of telling of people telling, telling him, him to get a vaccine and that he can't put Al Pastor tacos on a flour tortilla. Okay. Uh, it's summertime. Mm-hmm. We know that Kimberly Clark is living her best summer boy lifestyle because she's out here fucking roller, roller discoing with these cute basket boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, having whatever soup she pleases. Potato leek is a grape soup, by the way. It's a good soup. I want to try the soup at Porto Porto the next time I go. I'm going to try the soup. Even though it's like really hot out, I'm going to get You really need to. Sometimes they have gazpacho. Oh, yeah? Can can I tell you this, Kimberly? Just Mm -hmm. like you, during the pandemic, took up roller skating, I took up potato leek soup making. Mm. Because I was real sad, and I started watching Julia Child, and there was this episode where she made potato leek soup. It's an incredible magic trick, potato leek soup. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the most incredible. It's potatoes and leeks and water. I mean, you can make it with stock, but you don't need to. And I said to him, I said, well, I got an immersion blender. Let's do this shit. And it came out great the very first time. Amazing. Did you put a little bacon in there? I have. Yes. Sounds good. I have. Gives it a smoky flavor. Yes, it does. That's what takes it. That's how Portos makes theirs. They put a little bacon in theirs. When... We're taking calls about summer boy shit. Is that a good intro to this segment, Jordan? We're taking calls about summer boy shit. 206-984-4FUN. <laughs> JJ, go at MaximumFun.org. If you don't know what here's that means, one, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> here's, one of these, here's one of these fucking calls, you know? Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I'm going to say Christine Nagel. This is Sarah calling from Pennsylvania with a momentous summer boy occasion. Uh, My husband and I were recently down the Jersey Shore for a long weekend uh, where we pulled off a boardwalk arcade heist. We were sitting at a couple of games uh, playing them when I noticed that if you gave the tickets a gentle tug, they just kept coming out of the machine. So I grabbed what I figured was 
you know, an appropriate amount of tickets uh, and went to turn them in and found that I was nowhere near the amount of tickets I needed for the one particular prize that I was looking at, which was a stuffed seagull with a french fry in its mouth and a baby seagull in a kangaroo style pouch on its front. Uh, So dismayed, I walked away, went and grabbed a slice of pizza, came back to the games in a little bit. Uh, They were still broken. And so I proceeded to pull out just enough tickets uh, to get the seagull, which is what I did. Uh, turned the tickets in for a seagull and scampered out of there giggling like the 30-something-year-old child that I am. All right. Get him, get him, get him. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. A lot of people don't know um, that in New Jersey, all seagulls are marsupials. Right. Yes. They That's give birth to underdeveloped live young out of eggs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Every, I don't everybody. know what the fuck a marsupial no, is. <laughs> yeah. What's that, a goddamn koala bear? What am I? Yeah, koala, that's a marsupial. <laughs> what am I, a fucking eucalyptus tree? I'm spiny supposed to be an anteater, expert on this shit? Spiny anteater, I think. Jesus Christ. Uh, no one's asking you. Jesse, again, this is some shit you're putting on yourself. The other day, I said to my therapist, everybody no thinks that I- cares how many flautists you know. Nobody cares what you know about marsupials. When I was a kid, my mom told me, that I was a failure unless I was crocodile fucking Dundee. That's her exact words. Jesse, you're a failure unless you're crocodile fucking Dundee. And I grew up, I'm not crocodile fucking Dundee. I don't know anything about goddamn koala bears. Jesse, I think, you know, I, I don't want to speak ill of Judy, but, you know, she was working on herself and she's not perfect. <laughs> yeah, and- she was in fucking graduate school at the time. Got a master's degree in Latin American studies. You know what she knows about koalas? Jack shit. I you know she, why, she Jordan? She knows about flautas. She's yeah, a she fucking failure. Does. She does probably know about flaut- <laughs> flautas. Yeah. She knows probably. that if you only have one, you're going to need an entree. Yeah. She knows more <laughs> about enough. weaving. Maybe the the Guatemalan civil rights hero, Rigoberto Menchu. But probably something about flautas, too. Mm-hmm. Taquitos, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Flautas, yeah, probably. I say that this caller, I was justified in their crimes. I think this was a victimless crime. I think it was just. I think that these arcades have been stiffing us for too long, jacking up the ticket prices for these amazing gifts. And, you know, for every kid from my childhood, that spent, you know, 50 bucks trying to win a, enough tickets to get a Sega Game Gear. Not even getting close. I think this caller struck a blow for all those kids. Can I tell and you I something I think that about... they're a modern-day Robin Hood. Yes, go ahead. I, I, have a, I have two follow-ups here. Yeah. The first follow-up is you suggesting that this is a victimless crime. Mm-hmm. really stretches the definition of victimless crime in that there's definitely a victim in this crime, which is the people who had to give up this goddamn Yeah. Did I say, bird. I didn't say victimless. I think I said just. No, I think you said victimless. Did I say, okay, I'm, I, that's incorrect. There are many what you victims. meant to say <laughs> was that a crime against carnies is no crime at all. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, on the subject of the Sega Game Gear. Yeah. You know, my oldest child is obsessed with out-of-date technology, especially video game technology. She became obsessed with owning a Sega Game Gear. Mm -hmm. 
she her babysitter had one from childhood and gave it to her, but it wasn't working. I took it to the video game repair store. They couldn't get it fixed for like, I don't know, two and a half months or something. While my child got more and more upset. I finally, bu- I'm like, fuck this. I go on eBay. I buy a Game Gear that works for $80 or whatever. Comes to my house. I give it to my child. Later that afternoon, I get a text message from the video game repair store. Your your Game Gear is repaired. So you got two Game Gears now? Well, I have to go pick You're up this other Game Gear. Two Game Gear households? And the repair is a $100 repair. And now I know that you can get an $80 Game Gear that's already been... Mm-hmm. So I'm already pretty bent out of shape about Game Gears, okay? Then I make a deal with this child. The deal is this. I will watch Mortal Kombat the movie with her if she will watch Rumble in the Bronx with me during the great Jackie Chan. I just which been talking Mortal, about- uh, Which Mortal Kombat movie? The recent one or the 90s one? The 90s one. I've seen, I'm about halfway in and it, it really would be hard for it to be worse. It's really, really, <laughs> really brutally bad. It's a nightmare. Oh, you don't like the acting styles of Mr. Christopher Lambert? It is just, <laughs> just astonishing, this movie. It really, like, there are episodes of Xena that are more compellingly cinematic than mm. this film. But anyway, we're, we're watching Rumble in the Bronx, which, you know, I mean... Is every bit is silly, only it also has Jackie Chan, the fucking- And a hovercraft. Greatest movie star of all time. So Jackie Chan in this movie befriends a child in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. who lives next door to him. And you know how he does it? He comes to town from China. He comes to New York City from China. He hands this kid a goddamn Sega Game Gear. Right, straight from the airport. He's he brought a Game Gear with him in case he met any crippled children. The um, Game Gear they put in a lot of movies. There was a like there was a movie called Surf Ninjas, mm-hmm. um, where I believe Rob Schneider was the comedy relief. Mm-hmm. Um, and a kid had a Game Gear that could like predict the future. So like he would see events on his Game Gear, and then they would you know, transpire in real life. Well, knowing this Game Gear, you know what it probably predicted? Batteries in the Game Gear are going to run out. Yeah, Yeah, those took a a lot of batteries. Uh, In Rumble in the Bronx, this fucking kid is playing the Game Gear. And do they still do this in movies where it's like having a, you know how in a movie somebody will have a paper cup full of coffee? And they'll drink from it, in, and it's the least convincing right. thing that you yeah. see on a screen ever. And then all you can do for the rest of your life is just stare Look at people at every in movies. movie cup. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, God, that's so, there's nothing in there. They could just put water in there. It would. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, I know. If there's any like movie prop people listening to this, I suspect we have a couple. Why don't they just put water in there? I guess it would could spill coffee. on the costume or something. Yeah, maybe. I, but I don't know. It's, it's so of- weird too because you don't even see their throat muscles do anything, and it's nope. like yeah, is happening. But also, yeah. they're just we want to see them throats move. Yeah. They're flicking their 
arm around like right anyway my point is i don't know if they still do this thing you know how in the golden age of video games as far as we're concerned which is to say 1988 to 1997 they never got better they never they never got better on on tv or in films the there would just be sort of stock footage of a video game playing on the screen while the the actors just move their thumbs around at random right. and random sounds played that had nothing to do with either one of them. Right. There were maybe like random sa- This always bugged me as a kid um, was like when the sounds coming out of the console were the like the wrong generation of sound effect. Like, oh, yeah. They sounded, they all a, sounded like Atari sounds. Yeah. There was a sound bank of Atari sound effects that probably just got used, was like still in use, you know, into the 2000s. Sir, this is an Xbox 360. Yeah, thank you. I know. So not only is this kid doing that, just moving his thumbs right. at like random. He's, this while kid he's has played a video game before. You don't do that. There's no you game. Don't do in, that. <laughs> there's no game in the fucking Game Gear. Oh man, really? A Game Gear has a Fuck. big hole in the back where For the game, game goes. It's not like it's not like we were looking over the kid's shoulder down at the screen. Jeez and so Christ. the fact that the, we're looking straight at the hole where a game should be. I hope somebody fucking got fired for that. I hope somebody got fired and their house taken away for that. Jesus fucking Christ. Probably ruined the whole movie. You know, you can only, if you want your movie to be rated R instead of NC-17, you can only show the hole where a game should be for seven <laughs> seconds. Can't. Sure. Why don't you, you stick Echo the, the Dolphin camera, in there? <laughs> can't let the camera linger, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, I got to stick. Echo, I got to. I got to stick Echo of the Dolphin somewhere. You guys want to uh, take <laughs> yeah. a little break? Two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ go at maximumfun dot org. Are you tired of being picked on for only wanting to talk about your cat at parties? Do you feel as though your friends don't understand the depth of love you have for your guinea pig? around a room of people do you wonder if they know sloths only have to eat one leaf a month have you ever dumped someone for saying they're just not an animal person us too she's alexis b preston she's ella mcleod and we host comfort creatures the show where you can't talk about your pets too much animal trivia is our love language and dragons are just as real as dinosaurs tune into comfort creatures every thursday on maximum fun I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And sometimes it feels like the whole world is a dumpster fire. Right? There's too much to worry about. That's why we make Tiny Victories. It's a 15-minute podcast where we celebrate our minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. And listeners call in, like Valerie, who found the perfect gift for her daughter's boyfriend, and Adam, who finally turned his couch cushion the right way. And little happinesses, like how birdsong helps your brain. That's science. So join us in not freaking out for 15 minutes a week. That's Tiny Victories with Annabelle and Laura, Mondays on Maximum Fun. It's a tiny victory just to make a network promo. Honestly. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And it's Kimberly Clark, Waffle Cone. You sound sad about that. I did, didn't I? 
Your, it's not, your heart sounded heavy, Kim. <laughs> I don't want you to have to suffer. It's the did heat. You, did you say waffle cone? Yeah, I said waffle cone. But that's great to be a waffle cone. Who wouldn't like to be filled with delicious ice cream? That's true. That's I would true. love that. I'll tell you who'd love that. Hmm. Fucking Bob Barker. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Fill me up, Daddy, he'd say. Sure, yes. <laughs> grab a grab a handful of Rocky Road and stick it on up. A faceful. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Road. Jordan, you like what what do you what do you put in your ice cream in? You go into a ice cream restaurant. Yeah. What are you ordering that cream in? Oh, I don't I don't love cones. I think, you know, my problem with the cone is oh. always that like Ice cream is so good, right? And cones are okay. So you have this great dessert, and a couple of bites of cone are good. And then you just have this half of a cone that's just this kind of like bummer cookie. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll take it in a dish. It's less fun, um, I know, but, uh, you know, it's how I prefer my ice cream. Now, Jordan, I think you know that I know that you're one of these fucking crazy-ass Joker freaks. Classic Joker, but yeah. Like a Cesar Romero. Like a Cesar Romero, yeah. Like a, lot a of Cesar puns Romero type, yeah. Boxing glove comes out but, of a present. But deadly gas. Yeah, the gas. I might kill. <laughs> I murder. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like kind of funny, kind of campy, you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, he knows what he's doing, you know? I have to say, though, that you're completely right about this. There's nothing better than the idea of an ice cream cone. The The high fun factor. The fun factor is high. To hold a cone of ice cream in your hand is to hold the American dream in your hand. Yeah. Walk around. To just know the spirit of really believing in something. But you know what's happening? Ice cream is getting on your hand. If you have a sugar cone, it's a disappointing cookie. If you have a standard cone, you eat it as fast as you can just to get rid of it. Because it's such a zero. Mm -hmm. Such a fucking... a, A fortune cookie is... Is a Jacques Pepin delicacy <laughs> compared to a regular ice cream cone. You know, I beg to differ about sugar cones, though. You know what my favorite part of the sugar cone was? When they when fill you... it up with chicken noodle soup? No, <laughs> but when you get to the bottom and you have uh-huh. that little ice cream soup. You're right. Yep. <laughs> you're right. It's still a soup. It's still a soup. No, you're right. Yeah, that, that, I think that you're right. That's a, that's... That's a way that a cone can be fun when it's like kind of soaked in the ice cream. Yeah, I I, yes. I agree. There's there's something to that. I can love I pitch that? Can I pitch something to you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I don't know what kind of treat you guys got at the ballpark. For a long time, I was a chocolate malt man. Reason being, that and a red rope were the only things you could buy for less than two dollars. However, the chocolate malt was supplanted by the drumstick. Mm-hmm. Which, while it cost more than $2, still was one of the least expensive things at the ballpark and thus the thing that I could buy when I was a kid and teen. At the bottom of the drumstick, the drumstick is a sugar cone lined with chocolate. 
with ice cream inside and a candy shell on top. And at the bottom of that sugar cone is a little portion, a little tiny sort of mini ice cream cone of chocolate. Yeah. Because the chocolate pours into the cone and a little bit of it puddles at the bottom. I like that even better than the soup. Although I don't, I don't know. Listen, I don't know that these are these these desserts are in different classes. Scoop of ice cream from a parlor is different than a frozen novelty. Jesse, what you're describing is a frozen novelty. You and, know me and my quiescently frozen confections. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about it's a cadoodles. Sure. <laughs> However, I would argue that's tops. But Jordan, in general. And granted, we should be addressing waffle cones here. In general, I'm with you 100%. At the end of the day, the star here is the ice cream. And the toppings are the are going to go better into a cup than they are on a cone. Yeah, sure. And I really want to eat it from a spoon. So I'm with you. Give it, Give it to me in a cup. If you want to put... If you want to do that thing, I'm not opposed to the thing where you put it in the cone and then dump the cone into the cup. Yeah, like a clown hat. Yeah, like a little clown. You know what? Let's go out on that. Let's go out. We all agree that you should dump it into a clown hat. Clown hat. Clown clown hat. (laughs) Clown hat. (laughs) Uh, Kimberly Clark, I hope that everyone will go see you uh, performing stand-up comedy across the Southern California area and across this great nation as you you traverse these 50 great states of ours. Thank you. Thank you. It's always nice to see you, pal. Uh, Our producer on the program, Matt Lieb, producer emeritus, Brian Sonny D. Fernandez, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Jordan Jesse Go, Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. And if you want to support charity, send $5 cash and a self addressed stamped envelope to Jordan Jesse Go sticker offer. 2404 Wilshire Boulevard, number 9A, Los Angeles, California, 90057. Remember, include a self-addressed stamped envelope and you'll get one of our cool yellow stickers that says, Keep honking! I'm listening to Max Fun's long-running nonsense podcast, Jordan Jesse Go. Okay, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Goodbye! I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.